Welcome back to another episode of the Treetop Chat. So this is episode number 45 and last week we had some technical uh, issues with, uh, you know, you want us to buy so we have to reschedule that session. So uh, stay tuned for that, all the Swedish listeners. Um, in terms of, you know, update from the store, we're expecting uh, delivery from Notch. Uh, probably coming in next week with some exciting stuff uh, amongst them. Uh, a really nice uh, chainsaw hook for the harness from CMI, a little bit bigger than the carry tool. Uh, we also now have those little babies, uh, you know, the XSRE with a capture bar in nine different uh, colors uh, available in the store. Uh, and some other stuff is coming in as well. Uh, we're trying to ramp up now with the, with the additional products and uh, stock up as much as we can. So, um, but today we actually have our third Canadian guest on the show which is really exciting and interesting uh, as well. So um, today we're speaking to Jason at Maple Leaf um, uh, Ropes, uh, and they're based in Canada. Uh, Maple Leaf Ropes is a, a rope and gear uh, retailer in Canada uh, and in the U.S., so it's similar to what we do here, uh, but in North America, of course. So if you have any questions for, for Jason, please you know put them in the, uh, in the chat box, and we will address them at the end. So uh, there he is. Hey, how's it going? I'm oh, pretty good. Yourself? Good, good. Can't complain. I see you have a lot of Arbor Tech boxes in the in the back there. Yeah, yeah. This is our uh, boot room, uh, pants room, boardroom, uh, anything we can shove in here room. Uh, <laughs> we we are so out of space. We shove everything we could possibly can in every nook and cranny we got. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we we got a pretty good haul here. I'm in a similar situation. I have a. Uh, you know, loads of these boxes, and actually a big pallet came in the other day from the UK from Marbotech with some of their scaffold boots. Yeah, same here. I did the same thing. I think our pallet's coming in on Monday. Uh, uh, Roland, our buddy there at Arbortech, said, hey, uh, we might run out of boots, and I'm sure everybody panicked and bought as many as they possibly could like we did. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Oh, nice. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about your, yourself. What is your background like, and uh, what do you do at Maple Leaf Bros? Yeah, so, um, I, obviously, my name is Jason. I'm the sales manager um, here at uh, Maple Leaf Ropes. Um, I started with the company back in 2016, roughly, um, and we, um, when I started with the company, uh, the company was quite uh, small and simple. Uh, and ever since I got here, I've been uh, certainly making things a lot more exciting. Um, we, uh, my background is in sales. Uh, in fact, I, I uh, didn't know much about rope other than the fact that I was a Boy Scout um, uh, in, until I started uh, here. And I kind of took the company and uh, ran with it. So, um, here uh, we managed, you know, kind of a small team of um uh, I think we have about 12 or 15 people here now. Um, a few of which are dedicated full-time splicers and, um, yeah, yeah, things are, things are pretty crazy. We're growing at a ridiculous rate. Um, and, uh, you know, we kind of have a developed a little bit of a niche for Maple Leaf Ropes, um, where, um, our, our brand is really known on, on keeping things in stock, in large quantities, if you catch out of stock, which does happen, we're not perfect. Um, the um, usually it only happens once, or at least I try to only make sure it happens only once. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, we stock a boatload of inventory across all the different industries. Um, 
and uh, yeah, yeah. So, have you have you experienced any problems with you know getting gear in uh, due to Corona? Oh yeah, or yeah. Production facilities are shut down and stuff like that. Yeah, it's been insane. I mean, uh, we generally, like I said, we've kind of made our uh, our reputation on having inventory, and so when we run out of stock, it's kind of a big deal for us because we've trained all of our customers to say, hey, if it's online, it's in stock. And so um, it's been an absolute battle. I, I know it's been a battle for everybody else across the board, uh, but for us in the last uh, few months, we've gone to a position where essentially we've got more uh, on order than we have in stock, which is, I mean, like the total polar opposite of where we usually are at. I mean, we've got, I think, maybe 15 or 20 containers worth of rope um, that are in the production queue. Um, and we've got uh, five that are ready. They just can't find anywhere to put them uh, because they literally cannot get a container that's, that can actually, uh, you know, be filled to, to get to us. Uh, we've seen interruptions from vendors that are trying their best. Um, and um yeah, I mean, across the board, it's just been insane. I, and, uh, you know, it, it's tricky. Uh, like I said, for us, too, we, what we've had to start doing in, is, like I said, when you cash out of stock, we usually only run out of stock once. Um, what we've had to start doing is just quadrupling our on hands so that we can kind of uh, make it work when the vendor runs out of stock. And so uh, then we have to all of a sudden find space for boots and cetera. Inside our boardroom, <laughs> so we can try to stay ahead of uh, um, you know all the the craziness. So yeah, it's been crazy, crazy times. So um, yeah, uh, tell us a bit about my Philippe Brooks uh, and what industries you work with. You know, it seems to be mainly artist oriented, uh, but on Instagram, it seems to be more on you know verticals as well. So uh, mm -hmm. if you look at yes, website, so what, what, what in the, you know what markets do you address? Yeah, so uh, we try, we do get around. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Arborist is one of our larger focuses, especially on the marketing side. I'd say it probably gets about 80 to 90% of our marketing budget. Uh, but Arborist as a whole, while it is something that we want to put a main, main focus on, it's probably only makes up about 10 to 20%, uh, depending on the time of year, worth of our business. Um, we do uh, a ton in the commercial marine side uh, with things like specialty uh, synthetics like uh, HMPE, Dyneema, uh, blended products, um, and the commercial marine side. Uh, and by the dollar amount, actually, the commercial marine uh, is by far our largest um, category. Um, but unfortunately, it's a little unfair because they have like six orders a year, but each order is, is worth significant uh, chunks of change um, that um, – yeah, and, and so that that's one big focus for us. Um, the Recreation Marine side is going to be a new one for us. Um, West Marine uh, pulled out of Canada for the most part over here, which is a big um, Recreation Marine store in New England Ropes, asked us to kind of step up and see what we could do to stock and um, get their, some of their products into voters' hands. So that's been a real interesting thing for us. We've uh, We've loaded up on every color and every size you can think of. You think arborists are picky. <laughs> These guys are crazy, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not the right color red or not the right color blue. And so we, we've, uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of new uh, colors and new um, blended materials uh, for that industry. Uh, we do the decorative rope industry. That's a big thing for us. Um, so crafting, um, macrame, butcher twines uh, for grocery stores. Um, and then, 
Uh, utility is probably over the years, uh, probably one of our largest industries um, where, you know, for pulling cable underground and conduit. So we do just simple standard double braid polyesters um, uh, where it's just a, you know, they pull the conduit through. Sometimes they leave the rope in there, usually like a polypropylene, you know, hardware stores. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. And then we, on the gear side, in addition to Arborist, um, we're into safety rescue, uh, rope access is a big one, uh, like window washing. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's such a challenge too, because it's, you know, we, uh, the Arbor's focus, uh, for us has been, uh, one of the biggest things, especially in the last few years, we've, we've really listened to, customers that have come in and said, God, like, if you just had this, you'd be perfect. And so we've heard that about a thousand times. And every time we've, uh, we've done our best to try to add uh, every single product we possibly can from things like, you know, pole pruners to uh, special types of gloves and um, uh, chainsaw pants, all those good things. You know, um, when we first started down, down this path of, of gear, you know, I was thinking, man, oh man, nobody's ever asked me for a helmet. Why would I bother stocking helmets? <laughs> and, and, you know, and now we've got you know, hundred grand worth of helmets here. Um, <laughs> and so uh, it, uh, it, it snowballs for sure. Um, and the vendors do a really good job kind of guiding us as well. But it, uh, for the most part, it's really just the customers that point us in the right direction and say, yeah, no, Hey, I mean, you know, you need this and yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have a bunch of warehouses across Canada. So, uh, mm -hmm. what does that model look like? Is that like a third-party logistics system? Yeah. So right now, um, we uh, have a, our main warehouse, and I would say a more than three quarter of the products shipped out of our um, Ontario Canada warehouse um, because it is easiest for us to keep track of the safety goods. When we first um, first got into the the gear side where things all of a sudden had expiration dates. Um, we had to try to teach these third party guys, the other warehouses to answer your question um, uh, are usually third party, except for one in North Carolina, which is staffed by our people. Um, they weren't doing a very good job managing and rotating inventory. So we decided to pull anything at safety back to here in Ontario, Canada, even like for our US products uh, and for at least the next year or so until we come up with a better system uh, pretty much everything ships out of here except for big patches of rope. So we, we've got a warehouse in Edmonton. We've got a warehouse in Quebec, uh, a large warehouse in North Carolina, Hickory, North Carolina. Um, but uh, despite all of those spots uh, for space, most of the stuff still ships from here. Uh, even if you buy something out of California, it still ships from up here uh, in Ontario, Canada, duty-free, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just easier for us to manage because I can crack the whip. <laughs> Yeah. You also make uh, quite a few custom products that look really great. So tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, custom things that you make. Yeah, so um, we've got a, a, a few great splicers. Um, uh, one of them's John. I'm sure you've heard about Peter DeVries, which I, I'm sure we'll get into next. Um, and um, we've got Isaac and uh, uh, a few of the other guys. Every, every single one of our uh, warehouse team is uh, trained on splicing at least three strand of double braid. But uh, John uh, Mills, who's uh, one of our main splicers, he's going to actually have his own Instagram thing soon too, by the way. Um, uh, he has uh, a, a real passion for it and a skill for uh, splicing uh, special things, uh, making you know special lanyards. And then in addition to that, um, we also get into some of the more exciting stuff. I mean, everybody 
everybody loves lanyards, don't get me wrong, and everybody loves climbing lines and such. Uh, but uh, the uh, spring lines, like the the real wow factor is is on the uh, commercial marine side where, you know, we'll get like big monstrous uh you know, thimbles that are, that weigh 75 pounds and, you know, they're, the rope is this thick. That's, that's the real fun stuff that we get to post to Instagram as much as we can. We aren't, we aren't always able to do it because some of it's for government contracts. Um, but yeah, uh, we do, we do stuff like that. We do, uh, we solve problems uh, as well for uh, other customers where uh, in the, speaking of the government side, we had a customer that was uh, a defense customer that was, trying to tie up their submarines. Um, when you tie a submarine up, uh, the cleats pop up from the deck um, and the, there is no real uh, place to hide if the line starts to separate. So we designed a rope um, that breaks in a cascading fashion. Uh, uh, it's called a reduced recoil rope. Uh, we're not the only one on the market with it, um, to Samson's credit. But, uh, they also have uh, a comparable version, Cortland as well. They have a comparable version. Um, we did it our own way. Um, and it makes for a much safer uh, tie-up experience that essentially the rope is designed to break in a specific way. Uh, if, it, if it does start to separate, it makes a real loud sound, separates a little bit of energy, gives you 60 seconds before it breaks again, and then it breaks for a final third time, releasing less and less energy as it goes down that the line um, and becoming a safer break from something that'll cut you in half to something that might break a bone but not kill you. So um, that that's uh, one of our uh most exciting custom things but we do get into a lot of other crazy stuff too uh from colors to yeah just about anything so yeah so when you're talking about you know those big thimbles and you know are, mm -hmm. are you you know for the fishing industry is that you know the uh the 10x from from samson and the, the big thimbles and stuff so uh we've, we've never dealt directly with samson samson uh i'm not gonna say we don't get along uh but uh they uh they don't they don't want my money, I guess. Uh, and they've got their dealers up here in Canada. They have two in Canada um, for at uh, least distributors up in Canada. And I guess that's enough. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're main focus for uh, New England Ropes uh, for our name brand products. And then we have our own brand of uh, commercial marine products. Um, and so those those ropes, generally speaking, are destined more for the tug market. Uh, tug and defense are like uh, tankers. Um, and container ships, those are our biggest focus. Um, the fishing industry, there is stuff there, but the, up here in Canada, there's something about it. They, they love using ropes that are just old and archaic style, and there's nothing special about it. Poly Steel Atlantic, uh, they're up in uh, Nova Scotia, and they make some great ropes, and most of them use that. Uh, and we offer those as well, but um, they don't like change. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's hard to get those guys to transition. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the A strand ropes for us, that's definitely, it's, it takes up a lot of space in our warehouse. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but there's really like probably 10 customers that buy it. Um, and so that's why we're able to dedicate so much time and focus to Arborist. And I think that Arborist really has the biggest potential, um, because I think we can solve a lot of problems that, are, that occur here domestically in Canada, where uh, in my personal opinion, uh, our competition could could have done better in the last few years for uh, stock availability, uh, service, and um, and really selection. Um, yeah, yeah. So and that's what we're trying to trying to do. Yeah. Well, 
So you also have made some really cool stickers uh, quite recently. You know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, that that uh, credit for that uh, goes out to uh, both uh, my wife uh, Stephanie, who's in marketing. So if you actually if you message us on Instagram, um, ninety percent of the time it starts with uh, Stephanie, uh, and then it ends up being uh, uh, me if uh, things get a little um, more uh, focused on a question, in particular like a product question. Although she's pretty good herself. Um, uh, but so Stephanie and uh, also Colm Champ uh, designed a bunch. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Uh, we brought a vision to him and uh, he was able to uh, really make it come to light, make it a lot of fun. Uh, we have these new minion stickers and it's like a whole theme of those, uh, some holographic stickers. Uh, it's been pretty sweet. I mean, people in this industry, they love their swag, man. I mean, they, uh, uh, and so that's something we, we, with a, a Dutch owner, uh, he doesn't like giving stuff away for free. <laughs> and so uh, he, uh, it took a little bit of twisting his arm a little bit, uh, but uh, he's really come around. And, uh, uh, you know, when we see somebody come in with a buff on or a sticker on the back of their toolbox or truck, uh, it makes us feel pretty good knowing that uh, these guys are uh, uh, enjoying our gear and helping us uh, do a little bit of marketing too at the same time. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you also have a, a bit of a partnership with our major friend uh, Peter DeVries. Uh, you know, he's yeah. uh, Peter Spicer, uh, as we understood it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's joined the team recently. Uh, so, for a long time, uh, Peter's done custom splicing uh, and some fantastic work, and we fed him some rope uh, uh, when he needed it uh, over the years, um, and then. You know, it's funny. I was sitting in the sitting in the hot tub, uh, and I'm thinking, God, how are we gonna? You know, it's like a Friday night, and thinking, how we're gonna catch up on this splice queue? We've got like 400 splices in the queue, and one, the poor John, he's sitting there dying every day uh, trying to catch up because uh, he's was at the time our only lifeline splicer, and, uh, and so I th I'm thinking, man, oh man. And it just so happened that Peter messaged me looking for stock on those new Outback uh, silky saws, and, and I said, you know, maybe I should ask him. You never know. What's what's the worst thing that happen? He says no, and, and uh, it he was uh, so we offered him a, a position to be a, a part-time splicer for us and full-time if he was interested, and. Um, and uh, he said yes. So we've uh, we've worked out a pretty good little system here. We sent him a, a pallet of rope uh, down because he's a few hours away from us. And uh, magically, it shows up about a week later, spliced professionally uh, um, and uh, with his little uh, uh, fancy style to it. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, helps with the, us with our overflow because it takes. I, I'm sure you know. I mean, it takes. It takes years, really, to train a lifeline splicer. Uh, like rigging lines, like you can train most of those people pretty quickly. But if somebody's hanging out of a tree 200, well, maybe not 200 feet in the air, but uh, at a significant height uh, or on the edge of a building, whatever it may be, you know, we, we want to be absolutely certain that we're not going to have any uh, issues. And uh, we know we can rely on him because we've worked with him in the past. So it was, uh, it was a no-brainer. And uh, we're really happy to have him on board. He's got a real good, uh, uh, not only talent for splicing, but also... Uh, He's really good at um, social media marketing, credit credits do too. And that's been a lot of uh, fun working with him on that. And of course, he's also uh, the Grant promoter, which uh, we work uh, very, very well with Grant. Um, that's uh, been a huge brand for us coming to North America the last little bit. Um, uh, we've spent boatloads of money uh, trying to try to get those bags here and uh, all their other products um, and, you know, really grow the, the brand here. And so we work with him on that front as well. Uh, so, you know, during the day, he's, uh, he's uh, bugging me to buy more current products. And during the night, he's splicing for us. So it's great. I just had a pallet delivered from Grant last week. But are, are you yeah, you probably took mine. 
are you approved on the uh, on the splice from Parkover? Uh, so the slice, uh, we are waiting on our very last, uh, or well, not slice, the splice. Um, um, our uh, John, our main splicer, is just waiting on the uh, final um, uh, the test or whatever it is to come back from Australia or Austria, not Australia. Uh, and so um, everything is basically done. I think they're going to make the announcement in the next couple of weeks, but um, uh, we're right there. Yeah. So for now, everything is coming out as, uh, as our certified splice. And then we'll have that cool ANSI certificate certified uh, splice certification for our tachyon, uh, which is going to be pretty exciting. And then um, we're also going to bump uh, Peter up uh, in uh, line there to hopefully get uh, him splice certified as well. It's been on his list for a while, but I'm going to, I'm going to push him into doing it a little quicker. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So tell us a bit about, you know, uh, you know, how the growth has been looking for me. You know, yeah. You know, any learnings or lessons that you have learned over time? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when I first started, like, uh, I, I mentioned, we, we were really focused on getting, um, uh, just in time inventory and, um, you know, barely had anything on hand. Uh, we had like a lot of contract customers that were like, you know, we'll always buy this. And that was basically it. Like it was, it was a cool little side gig. Like the, the owner, when he bought the company back in 2007, cause the company started in 1982. Uh, it was just, you know, this, uh, husband and wife that was just kind of, just kind of doing it. Um, they didn't really, they didn't really have much invested. And then when I, came on board, you know, quite a few years later, um, that's where we really started to put a main focus on like, Hey, there's, there's money here. And there's also an opportunity here to, to help people that seem to be having trouble in across a bunch of different industries. You know, people are always screaming, oh, I need this thing like tomorrow morning, how can we do it? And so, um, so we really pounced on that. And so the, the, as soon as we started to really keep things on hand, add the right brands, the right products, the right availability, the right sizes, um, things got, uh, crazy. Um, We've been burned before. Um, you know, we've uh, we tried to get into the Baylor twine market. You know, we uh, did a test of like sixty thousand U.S. worth of twines, and uh, our competition got wind of it, and they dropped below their cost to squeeze us out, and uh, and we just had to abandon it because I'm not going to lose money on that type of stuff. So we're sitting on. Uh, if you need any Baylor twine, I got. I'm your guy. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, I got tons of that stuff sitting there. So you know, it, it, not everything works, um, but. I think the most important part was trying to listen, to listen to the customers on what they need to see. Uh, you know, there was a long time there where there was a lot of arm twisting, especially with a lot of local guys uh, that said, you know, you're really, you're great, but you know, why don't you have this color or why don't you have this length or whatever it may be. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it was hard for me because, Hey, you know, you're the only guy asking me for this. Like, <laughs> it's kind of tricky for me. It's, it takes a lot of trust. You know, I'm going to go and spend 50 grand on these new colors, new ropes, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, when they're right, they're right. Uh, and, you know, we, we got far less picky on, uh, what we were going to show, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to DMM, you know, we, I, uh, we decided a little while back to add black and everything. Cause why not? Black is cool. Right. And, and so it doubled our inventory of DMM products, but, uh, we certainly jumped. I don't know if it doubled the sales, but it, it probably will at some point where, Hey, you know, everybody likes cool swivels, but what if it was blue or black, you know, Hey, that's, that's even cooler. And so, uh, you know, we've got, we've got it all, everything in black you need, we got it. We're, you know, if you want to go out there thinking your special forces or, or, uh, or just a cool looking color, uh, yeah, you know, why not? And, and so, uh, 
it's uh, it made things a lot more uh, interesting. And, and really that, that's, that's what made the biggest change for us too, is, is it not necessarily like, you know, I, I think that tree stuff and, and vertical access or supply group, um, you know, they, they were, they're really eating up a lot of market share, uh, especially in the last year. Uh, you know, we run into them all the time. You know, they bought Fred Marvin uh, for the pruners. Uh, they uh, bought Sterling. They bought GME Supply, which is on the uh, wind and tower side. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we, I had to come to a decision where, look, you know, we've, we always want to buy from the source. Uh, and, and, and then all of a sudden, vertical access, or supply group, um, they became the owner of, some of our vendors uh, that we've been working with for years. And it's like, well, how do you ignore that? You know? And so we did, we actually ended up having to set up is it killed me to do it. I had to go home and take a cold shower, uh, but we had to set up direct with uh, vertical supply group to try to get some of those other items at the most competitive pricing. And I mean, they're, they're good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying they're the arch nemesis, but um, uh, the more, the more we can try to keep, the smaller businesses supported as much as we possibly can. That, that's what's the most important thing for us um, while balancing having the right products available for every customer when they come in the store too. So um, yeah. 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 They're, they're, uh, they're in North Carolina as well, right? Uh, they are. Yeah. They're a few hours uh, uh, North. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, warehouse distribution type things. The land is really cheap down there, um, especially compared to up here. It's, I mean, there's there's not an ounce of uh, uh, industrial real estate available here in Ontario. It's crazy. We bought we bought a 12 acre lot uh, to build a bigger warehouse. We, we were permitted for 80,000 square feet. Um, we're going to start by building a 30,000 square foot plant um, uh, just about 40 minutes uh, from here, so I don't have to store boots in my uh, uh, boardroom. Um, and, uh, and, uh, within about six months of us buying that land, the city came back and actually asked to buy it from us again, uh, so they could sell it. And they offered us like double what we paid for it in like six months. It was insane. I mean, and I, you know, we need the land. It's not like I, it's not like all of a sudden my need dried up. So, you know, unfortunately we were thank you very much, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's insane. The, the land availability here, uh, is so tricky you know, and things are selling for such insane prices that uh, it's it's tough. And then you're trying to grow the business at the same time. It's like, what do you do? Like, um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like I say, you seem to be quite active on, on the social media. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how, how do you use uh, that to connect to your clients? Yeah. So, um, uh, anybody who's been in our store um, with me and had me try to sell you something knows how. Uh, impossible it is to keep my attention sometimes because my phone rings probably every like this is great we did this on Saturday because if this is during the week (laughs) my phone rings probably every five minutes and so uh the when we went to the social side it was great because our marketing person Stephanie uh she was able to um uh have a more direct pipeline to the customers that was uh quick and easy answers that maybe didn't necessarily need a phone call um and so uh, a lot of customers connect with us that way for just quick and easy questions. You know, I was talking to somebody last night, like 10 o'clock, you know, some silly question that is easy for me to answer. And so the availability for both me and answers from us uh, uh, has been fantastic just because we've used uh, the social media marketing uh, or sorry, social media connection. Um, yeah. 
so that's been great. Uh, Steph is doing 90% of the work there. Uh, I, to be honest, I was surprised I made it onto this Instagram live chat. I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here, but uh, I managed to make it work. Uh, but uh, she's uh, she does a really good job with that. And and also it's great because we can kind of show off what we're doing too. Um, you know, uh, like I said, we take some fun pictures, uh, show you know all the interesting things we're getting up to, show the new products and they're in because uh, it can be pretty exciting. I mean, when you get a, a, a 10 pallet shipment of current products or you get a, a full trailer load of, tra of toy burger stuff or you know even a container of rope from overseas you know it's, it's pretty cool not everybody sees it every day and you don't think it comes in in those quantities or you don't think it comes in wrapped up in that way or whatever it may be uh and it's kind of fun to be able to show somebody all these other guys who are kind of rope nerds like me and uh, uh you know they can kind of see that fun stuff and yeah yeah so yeah so, so uh, tell us a little bit about you know the the Arbor's Gear Market, you know, and suppliers in Canada. So, um, you know, you have a lot of competition from the U.S. and or you know domestic competition. Is there yeah, a lot so. Of yeah, so uh, competition-wise, uh, we the we have a local store called the Arbor Store. Um, they are. Um, about an hour away or so, uh, right in the heart of Toronto. Um, they have a great showroom, credit credits due. Um, we worked with them in the past a little bit um, back and forth, and um, they're good competition. Um, there's a few other ones. Uh, basically, every province has their own except for Ontario. There, there are quite a few competitors. Um, we run into um, those guys probably the most. Uh, um, you know, it's nice to have – some uh, some friendly, exciting competition. On a North American market-wise, um, uh, we run into probably vertical supply group more than anything else. Um, and like I mentioned, you know, there was a long time where we we did not want to deal uh, with them, and and we don't really, to be honest, still want to deal with them. But when but when you get a product like the Notch Gecko Steel Climbers, uh, I mean, like, how do you you know we offer a, a, a California made Stein product that costs us less and retails for close to the same price. It is more money. Um, but X2 climbers? yeah, the X2 climbers are made in California. They're great climbers. Um, and we, we, for a little while there, we were actually selling for the same price as the notch geckos just because we didn't have notch geckos, but people still demanded the notch geckos. And so, you know, it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, and they obviously are a brand that we can't do without. Uh, and so uh, if some people want them, then we should provide it. You know, we shouldn't fight them on it. Um, they, they do have some cool products. They're really trying. Um, you know, if I, uh, it, it, there, there's a lot of stuff that I'd rather uh, go through us. And, you know, we, we, we've watched, we've watched them grow too. You know, like I, 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 we track their containers, you know, they're doing a container a week from, from Taiwan out of that factory that makes those spurs a container. I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how much uh, they're doing and, and anything they can do from there, uh, they do. And for the most part, it usually works out. A lot of their stuff is, is pretty good. And so, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely the big, uh, the biggest, uh, competitor here. 
and what we try to do is, uh, and, you know, and I, like I said, I don't want to make it look like they're the total enemy, but, um, you know, I think there's room for everybody here. And I think that what the Arborists care most about, and mostly end users in, in general, not just Arborists care the most about, is, is being taken care of. Not only having the right price, the right quality, but, you know, knowing that they're going to not be screwed around when they call in and knowing that they're going to um, get an honest answer to, you know what I mean, not just be pushed towards, one product versus another because they own that brand. That's what I've been a little uncomfortable too. Ever since they bought Sterling, it's like, man, oh man, all of a sudden they all care about putting his Sterling stuff on sale. It's like, you know, sure, their stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. We're a Sterling dealer too. I mean, I love it. But um, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> a little fishy. I mean, like, uh, you know, they don't, they don't seem to focus much on it. And, and so we try to have a balanced perspective. You know, you call me up and you say, hey, what's, you know, what's, what line should I start with? Or what, um, what's your favorite carabiner clip, whatever it may be. And you know, we're going to try to not only have all the options available to you, but I'll give you a real honest opinion on, on what you ought to try if you haven't, uh, if you don't come in with an opinion already. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, what is the typical day like in the, uh, at, uh, you know, NPR? You know, what do you do with tech for being a family for five minutes? Um, yeah. So, well, you want the honest answer? <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, no, it's, uh, it can be pretty exciting, man. I mean, uh, we got, uh, we've got a lot going on, uh, not enough people, uh, to, to probably do what we normally do on a daily basis. The, our team to their credit, they're unbelievable. I don't know how they managed to get everything out and everything done, uh, for the most part, uh, by the end of the day. Um, I mean, it's crazy. They, uh, we ship out a ton of orders. Uh, you'll usually see me bounce between 15 phone calls and uh, I actually have two desk phones <laughs> in addition to my cell phone. And uh, I get, I don't know, at least 500 emails a day. Uh, I have all the Instagram stuff. Uh, and it, and how, do you, how do you manage 500 emails a day? <laughs> ignoring about 400 <laughs> i bumped the 400 tomorrow and then i deal with those tomorrow that i try to get yesterday's 400 i mean it's insane man it's i i it i in my day starts uh with me doing emails in bed uh and it ends the same thing uh i start i start my uh or end my day we you know we need help but it's hard too because honestly i i you know, with the sales team, we want to, we're really picky on who we bring in. Uh, and we want, because we want a real, yeah, balanced perspective. Uh, and so we're very, very picky. And also, honestly, we've had positions posted, nobody applies. <laughs> and if they do apply, they don't actually want the job. Uh, so uh, it's, it's tricky. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's exciting. That's for sure. I mean, uh, the, I, I'm constantly back, you know, uh, panicking to help the guys without orders because you know we'll buy somebody will buy a two or three thousand dollar order at 4 30 pay for next day our shipping and technically it says 3 30 cutoff but hey if i can get it out i mean might as well try and so um you know we're shipping right up till 5 30 you know that we we keep the ups guy uh he hates us because he comes he'll park his truck at 4 45 and he'll be waiting till 5 30 because we're always adding 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 and so uh <laughs> it's uh it can be pretty crazy man but uh we're hopefully gonna get a handle on it at some point i mean uh it's uh because it's probably not sustainable i feel bad for the guys you know there's only so much pizza you can buy them <laughs> before they start to uh, not enjoy their jobs, but, um, you know, we try, I mean, uh, you know, we see, you know, when you see a guy who's, you know, puts in his order comments, Hey, my truck just got stolen. I need all my gear like tomorrow. You know, you don't want to make a guy wait. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we try our best. 
Yeah. Well, it's not for me uh, that you need to clone yourself. Sorry? Like, you need to clone yourself. You know, you need that. Yeah. I, I, that's what I tell our HR. I say, just find me another me. And then I, that, that person over there, find her again and then find him again. And then we're golden. Yeah. If you could just do that all over again. And then he looks at me like I'm insane, which I probably am. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, man. I mean, and, and, and then when you think you got somebody, uh, and then you put all this money into training them and then they disappear, because they just leave or, you know, whatever. And you're paying them the right price. But, hey, it happens. You know, and I know it happens in every industry, and it's it's tricky. Um, but nothing's ever easy. And if it was, everybody would be doing it, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's why we hired Peter. <laughs> so what's the story for the next couple of years uh, for, for your company? What, what do you think? Uh, what is, what is going to happen? How are you going to develop the company? Yeah, so um, what uh, we plan on uh, continuing, obviously, to focus on uh, Arborists. Uh, Arborists will all be, always be a major sector, um, and I think that uh, they deserve a ton of attention. Um, and we probably will uh, continue to pour the most money into marketing uh, for the Arborist market specifically. Um, we really want to flush out uh, safety rescue tower uh, too. That'll be a big thing for us uh, in, in the future. And I think that the beauty of that is there's tons of crossover uh, or at least there is crossover. Uh, so we don't have to worry about um, losing our focus. You know, we're going we're to have a dedicated guy specifically to each in the industry. Um, and, and Arborist really is getting to that point where, I can't do it at all um, uh, as much as I'd love to. Um, and so we're going to, uh, while I'll still continue to be available, um, uh, we're going to add more crews so that we can have answers uh, to customers faster, uh, better descriptions on our website. You know, we've t dumped a ton of money in our website. It still feels like it's impossible to navigate. Uh, and so, um, you know, we want to uh, continue to put uh, better industry-focused uh, sections uh, so that the customer, all customers can feel like they're at home. You know, like even a craft customer can feel like they're at home. An arborist customer can feel like they're home. They, they click arborist and then they see everything that they would care about or they can go back and look at everything at the same time. And so, um, yeah, that that's definitely going to be, we want to stay, we want to get big while still feeling small, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I don't want it to feel like, uh, you know, we're going to try to turn into some tree stuff or something like i mean you know i got big dreams but i'm not uh i'm not not gonna go that crazy and uh, i don't want to get hired or uh, bought out by somebody you know companies run by a bunch of bean counters and <laughs> you know we want to we want to still have that that person to person feel uh that you know we can go out to trade shows connect with customers and um you know really um you know, have the customers feel at home uh, here. Uh, we're actually also, if I can, once the new building's put up, uh, we're going to put a much bigger showroom here so that, you know, guys uh, can come in, have a coffee, have a water, do some shopping, fool around. You know, I, I was inspired by uh, Honey Brothers vibe um, uh, to their showroom. I'm not sure if you've ever been there, but I saw it on their Instagram. It looks pretty sick. Uh, you know, they got that, that spot where you can kind of climb on the ropes. Like, that, that's what we want to do. We just haven't had any space to do it. Uh, and I think that'd be pretty cool because, you know, there's a lot of crossover too. You know, we'll, we'll get uh, a crew in uh, as they leave from one company and then uh, another crew will come in to buy some more gear and then they all know each other and they're all hanging out. And so we want to be able to give them a spot to do that too. Uh, and also find the gear that they need. And so right now we're just, we're just running our showroom out of like a, basically a broom closet. It feels like. Um, and so we want to try to expand that to give uh, everybody a better, 
better spot to go. So, and then obviously continue with bigger, bigger trade shows and uh, stuff like that to get our boots on the ground, connect with customers. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I recognize everything you say. You know, we we, sit, we also have some ropes here in the ceiling, so people can try yeah. harness. Different. Yeah, yeah, we have one little ghetto spot, but it's not as cool as theirs, uh, or, or I'm sure yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was inspired by Hunters as well. You know, see the you know the the oil barrels here. Yeah, dude, I'm totally doing that, 100. <laughs> percent It looks so cool, man. Either that. Yeah I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Why not, right? You have a whole crate of these things, right? I was going to do that, or I, I, I was thinking about filling up a Stein Arbor trolley, just jammed full of ropes and stuff like that, or something cool like that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, when you buy, like, you know, we're getting these things, like these crates of rope, like from Yale. They're 7,200 feet long, massive pallet load of, cr you know. Mine just throw in the showroom. Everything, that's, that's cool. <laughs> just tell the warehouse guys to come in the showroom to pick the rope. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I, I know. Uh, Steph, uh, my uh, uh, in marketing, she's got big, big dreams for um, what uh, we're going to do in the showroom, and I and I bet you it'll be pretty exciting. I I, I hope so, and uh, uh, you know I hope everybody uh, enjoys it as much as we're going to. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So we're still a year away from it. It seems like uh, unfortunately we were hoping to do it this year, but with COVID, everything's impossible. You know, you can't even buy a freaking sheet of plywood uh so uh it's been it's been a battle but yeah yeah we'll get there yeah so uh, you know to me it sounds like you have a lot of fun at work so give us your funniest job story now well, so I was talking to Steph about this one because uh, she wasn't sure if I should tell this story. But <laughs> I will say the the most consistent and the funniest stories we generally run into. So obviously, like I said, we sell to every industry and I'm talking every industry. OK, so sometimes we'll get these calls where customers will start asking us questions like, you know, how soft is this rope? Uh and, you know, they'll ask us very suspicious questions and all of a sudden you'll fish out that they're looking for bondage rope. <laughs> and so, which, hey, I'm not going to kink shame, nothing wrong with that. But uh, so, so then they'll become regulars and then all of a sudden they'll buy a piece of Dyneema. <laughs> like I'm talking like a 20,000 piece pound break strength piece of winch line or something and it's like oh man what are they tying up now like it's uh you know i remember having a laugh like looking they're gonna tie up like a horse like oh man and so uh that, that that's definitely a jarring experience we'll put it that way <laughs> uh, when they uh make a transition from buying something simple to something uh way total uh polar opposite that's that's probably the where we get the most giggles uh like i said hey everybody can do what they want to do with it and we'll we'll support it but uh try not to tell me too many details but it's uh it's definitely different <laughs> so yeah yeah that's yeah so yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any questions here? For from the audience? I'm not sure. Uh, we do. Let's I have one here. here. I think there's one question. What's your top three brands for sales? Yeah. From Pierre well, de Vries. From Pierre <laughs> de Vries. He would ask that, eh, Peter? <laughs> he wants. He wants me to say Caron's number one. Uh, <laughs> the uh, okay. So um, so far this year. Um, We've dumped the most money into Petzl, um, Courant, and uh, Teufelberger fiber ropes and New England ropes. Um, but man, oh man, I mean, everybody's, I mean, I, I've spent more money in the first four months of this year than I did all last year. Um, and, uh, and I don't expect that trend to slow down at all. So it's going to be kind of tricky. 
it's it's he's he's asking me that and i knew he would do this <laughs> because because he likes his grunt one being up in the top three which is it does deserve it because we have put a bunch of money in there um but uh we're buying by the container load now for current which is absolutely uh uh awesome and uh a little stressful too because it's a heck of a lot of stuff uh but um we're we're supplying a lot more dealers as well for those products and so uh it's been it's been crazy but definitely consistently i would say if if i can do top 5 uh we consistently have uh teufelberger petzl um arbortech and um uh Courant is definitely going to be up there and then I'm not sure what the well, fifth one would be. It, it sounds yeah. very similar to our, you know, our mm -hmm. ranking as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely, definitely great brands to work with. Every other retailer in the world. You yeah, know, yeah. Brands, you know, probably put DMM up there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've done a ton of money to them. Clogger's been huge for us lately. Um, um, pleasantly surprised with how Sterling's performed lately. Um, uh, that one's been pretty uh, crazy. And then, uh, I, you know, we do do a lot of cotton too, actually. Uh, you'd be surprised. And not just for bondage. <laughs> it's for mostly for film, actually. You know, these, these guys, they'll be shooting a movie up the road. They'll come and they'll dump 10000 bucks on cotton like that. Uh, Rock Exotica, that's actually a major one for us too. I, I, I don't know how I managed to forget that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, How we, much did Arbortech pay for the track? It's very difficult for to get things in from from the U.S. in terms of, because you know everything that we buy needs to be E N and C certified. So yeah, is not really keen to spend money on certification. They have their ANSI and you know they're funding that. So yeah, it's funny they get a weird relationship with certifications in general they, they kind of drive me crazy you know they got uh, even like their arizona vortex tripod you know that that you can't you have to go through cmc and hey i get you know how that if you go back to how their company started you know they got this close relationship with cmc and then you know but then they give them the keys to the castle you know they give them all of their NFPA certified products and you can't buy a single one from Rocky's article. Why? I mean, you know, I just, sometimes it drives me crazy. You know, I love the guys to death. We do a ton of gear with them, but why make every single NFPA certified Omniblock through CMC? So that's why these new spins, which is as controversial as they've been from Petzl, I actually think they're kind of nice because I can get an NFPA certified block from somebody uh, and sell it to a fire department. I don't have to worry about going through CMC and getting hosed for it, making $2 a block. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and you know, uh, when it comes to you know to the Omnibox or the uh, you know the spins, you know the the problem is that you know they only take like thirteen mil. It's a, <clears> it's a lot of material true. in there. You can easily you know, take fourteen mil ropes, but you know it's <laughs> probably the conversion from from inches to metrics that made them decide to uh, you know make a max thirteen mil rope. Yeah, and speaking of the diameter, I bet you. Uh, uh... It, you know, it's, it's it's funny to see what Europe uses versus what we use. You know, like you know, over there, you know, we've got firefighters using half inch bare minimum static mantle. I mean, and yet you talk to most guys over there, and and they think we're insane. I mean, half inch is like gigantic to them, at least if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's what it, it, everybody implies. And so, uh, uh, you know, and, and we've got five eight static mantle here too that people use, and it's like, uh, although not very often. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, you know, there is a trend towards smaller stuff, and I think that's really cool, um, uh, you know, and exciting. 
but still, you can tell the the North America market is very very hesitant. You know, you see that Harkin clutch, uh, for example, um, that uh, CMC again another CMC product. They came out with an 11 mil Harkin clutch. This was it. This is the big one. And then they told all fire departments across North America to buy a uh, 11 millimeter rope. And then all of a sudden. Uh, a year later, they come out with the 13 mil Harkin clutch, <laughs> which uh, uh, they backpedaled a little bit there. <laughs> Maybe not every fire department in North America wanted to buy new ropes. Uh, and so uh, it's a weird it's a weird market over here. Everybody likes big, chunky, fat, heavy uh, ropes. Uh, and, uh, you know, what most of the guys forget is, uh, you know, it'll it'll cut you, it break your back and kill you by the fall before the rope breaks most of the time. Uh, and so there's nothing wrong with safety factor, but, uh, yeah, you yeah, uh, yeah. I think we have another question. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Phil, Phil. how much did Autobitech <laughs> pay for the back door? Uh, it's crazy because I had to pay them. It's nonsense. I, <laughs> and yeah, where's, where's all my Arbor Tech swag? I get, I get Teufelberger swag, but no Arbor Tech swag. It's crazy. I got to buy yeah, it all. It's nuts. To be honest, I'm, I'm usually in that Teufelberger sweater, but today I changed to the DMM one. You know what? I've looked at that, and I've want, I've always wanted to get it. It looks so cool. They do have some uh, fun swag, but for some reason, uh, DMM, some of these other dealers, I, it's uh, they they don't. Uh, it's usually the Euro dealers, and actually, I I think to their credit. It's because they have to export it. They literally have to export something for free, which is like impossible. So it's really hard to get swag out of a European dealer. Whereas with here, you know, just throw it on a pallet and, and we get it. But uh, yeah, I mean, where's all my swag, man? What the heck? I mean, <laughs> you know, although I will say we got, we got our own stuff coming. This is a new hat that we've got coming down the line. It's like, uh, uh, this this is actually a pre-production sample. So it's not quite perfect, but these are new hats that are coming down the pipes. And um, you can see my awesome hair there. I had that to my collection. Yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, that coming and, um, uh, but yeah, uh, how much do they have to pay? Man, oh man, I wish, I wish they would have paid me more, maybe give me a better discount or something. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. And I, and then all of a sudden, it, and the crazy thing is too, you see all these pants, like, uh, you know, I can, it just keeps going around and around and around. Uh, and, uh, it, it's never enough. It's not even close. Like, you know, we, we still run out of stock somehow after all this uh, uh, inventory here. And uh, uh, we got stuff coming in all the time. And then Arbortech goes and tells me you got three new colors. And then you got to load up on those. Cause, and then, and then <laughs> but hey, you know, get people what they want. How, how is the, the Arbor Flex? Is that selling in Canada? Uh <laughs> I, I mean, should it? Um, should it sell? Yeah, it probably should. I mean, it's, it is a cool pan. I get what they're going for, hundred percent. Um, uh, the, I think it probably should be doing better, but it's hard. It's actually like we're gonna have to redesign a section of our website specifically to try to sell the Arbortech and Arborflex pants better, because uh, Roland had mentioned to me from Arbortech that, that um, I don't know who it is, one of our competitors, uh, maybe even you, uh, created a section on the website where if you bought one skin and, uh, or I'm sorry, one base and two skins, the total price for all three components uh, got a 10% discount, which is actually a really cool promo because it's a really cool idea. Like, I mean, because that's the whole point, right? Like, you can you can change the outer, keep the inner, or you can have multiple different base layers. You know, I, I, do, I do have some people that have bought them and, and they really like them, but it's really hard. Like, I mean, you're talking like almost in Canadian dollar, like 500 
ish bucks. But then, and the price only makes sense if you get uh, multiple uh, skins. And then it starts to come down. The average price starts to come down. But uh, that's really hard to explain to a guy who's uh, already spent a bunch of money. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, have, I, I have a big stock and I, you know, uh, I, I don't really sell them at all. But, you know, I. I yeah, like yeah. I said, they, all of mine are right there. <laughs> Yeah, if you see my if you see my stock, I have tons of skins and base layers. Yeah, yeah. I will say to Arbortex credit, under normal circumstances, they do an unbelievable job uh, keeping us. Oops, uh, keeping us stocked. Um, and uh, I, I normally am am lucky enough that we usually only have to stock, you know, two per size per color, maybe three per size per color. Um, whereas, uh, you know, with Clogger. Not that they do a bad job of stock either, but uh, uh, because of how far away they are normally, uh, I got to stock about four or five per color. Um, and so everything's changing and, and I don't mind putting more money in, but I mean, like there's, there's a hundred grand worth of pants here. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and it's still never seems to be enough. And so, um, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, but uh, relying on them to stock it, uh, has been uh, pretty good because they're usually pretty quick to ship, you know, usually only a few days. But I don't like disappointing people either way. Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I get things in really quick from, from Arbitech, you know, you know mo most of the things they had in stock. And I already ramped up their production in Portugal as well. So, uh, you know, they had a bit of a COVID outbreak in the factory in Portugal. Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's, that's over now. So, you know, pr production has, has ramped up. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. We, we have the same same problems with a bunch of different vendors. You know, Teufelberger and their uh, all their sewers. He was telling me like thirty to thirty two sewers got uh, COVID, um, uh, and no more tree motions for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, oh man, like, uh, uh, and then Faltimer, uh, their cubes. Uh, they have like. Uh, four ladies that sew, and uh, I think three of the four got COVID uh, at the same exact time. Obviously, I guess you know they're probably working in a similar room, and then all of a sudden, no more Faultimers for two months. I mean, it's and it's it's so hard to tell that to customers because everybody's so freaking COVID fatigued, and I am too. It's like, hey, like uh, yeah, that thing I told you to be here next week is actually going to be a few weeks or a few months, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, oh I mean, man. I, I spoke to Gertrude Hauser the other, yeah, you know, last week, and uh, you yeah. know, they're out of material now. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. There's, there's no fabric to make the cubes. And, you know, uh, she's going to give me, a, you know, a reply probably uh, mid next week uh, when mm -hmm. I can expect the next shipment because uh, I'm totally out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the mesh to make the, um, uh, the stump guards from Stein. Uh, I know um, Clogger is having trouble. They had uh, a container of raw material get stuck in the Suez Canal or behind that mess of the Suez Canal. I mean, it's just like, oh my God. Like, I mean, like, and and like I said, it's it's so hard because everybody thinks you're copping out. Well, not everybody, but some people think you're just using it as a cop out. It's like, man, man, if I wanted it here, trust me. I mean, I I am doing my best. <laughs> like, I mean, I've spent so much money to try to keep to, to keep out of these things, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's impossible. Uh, it doesn't ever seem to last. Uh, so yeah, like we're yeah. in a you know, similar situation here with uh, difficulties getting things into the store. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've just had to, like I said, I you know we really and I and I mean it. Like if you catch that song, usually it's only once. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, for example, these uh, Notch Gecko Spurs that I brought it three times. You know, we ran we ran out of those Notch Gecko Spurs 
this is the first time you've had a major interruption in it. And I quadrupled our normal minimum um, because, I mean, this is, I mean, it's ridiculous for us to run out of something so, so important. Um, and, you know, I never want it to happen again. And so we have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And then the problem ends up being where you put it all. But um, the bathroom still has space. I was thinking about starting to store some stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right next to the toilet paper you know we'll just stack up a bunch of other gear in there <laughs> but yeah i mean it's crazy man it's there's there's like no room anywhere uh, but hey you know it's, it's all part of the battle so yeah. Yeah. so um you know i think we're i think we're approaching the end here uh jason yeah. thank you very much for for attending it thank was, you uh, it was great to have you uh, on the program yeah um, appreciate the opportunity Sounds like you have a good, very good business out there in Canada. You know, we are, we're, we're growing uh, quite heavily as well. You know, uh, we just moved into a new store, and uh, it's um, it's already beginning to be too small, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's different. You know, everything that, you know, once you start with boots and, and you know, clothing, you know, that's very bulky and takes yeah. up a lot of space and uh, a lot of the other stuff there as well. So, but it was it was good uh, talking to you. Thank you, everybody that was uh, watching. Uh, have a great Saturday, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next Friday with Jonas uh, Park from uh, Svenska Trendfending. So uh, thanks yeah. again. Take care. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See ya. Good to see you. Take care. Bye.